Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 435, The Drought of 2017. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me tonight is my bestest buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? So we have a drought, huh? Time to get the sprinkler out? <laughs> we need, uh, yeah, we need a serious, we're, we need some serious sprinkling of some gaming news and yeah. gaming goodness, but we're not going to get that sprinkler until about another four weeks away from any any showers coming our way. <laughs> yeah. So... Great, here we go. Um, um, if you're wondering, sorry we weren't around last week. Uh, we're blaming Brun on everything. So anything that sure. happens tonight is Brun's fault as well. Uh, Slacker's moving and he just feels, you know, he's pulling a rob, you know. Oh, I got to move, guys. I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks. Like, Hey, I moved across like three months and I was here. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty good. See, I had an excuse when I moved. I moved like across what five states. I mean, you moved <laughs> yeah. down the street. Bruns moving like what a oh, couple miles right. away. <laughs> I wish it was down the street. It was not that far away. <laughs> it was like thirty miles. <laughs> but that's a, well, I it's in Chicago. That's, that's like down relative. the street. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's Chicago, <laughs> which means it takes two hours to get here. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, we're back. Hopefully, you guys are able to hear us, and um, and hopefully everything will go okay. I'm trying to look right now to make sure the show is even <laughs> is even running in Twitch. I think it is. So, uh, I see an ad on Twitch right now. So I guess that means something. Something's hey, going on. There we are. Well, I know Bron has this like hosting somebody else all the time. So. It did automatically kick over to us, so that's good news. All right, so let's get into it. It's it's been a while. I feel like I'm out completely. Don't know what to do here. You'd think after 435 shows we'd we'd have it down, but miss one week and it's like, uh, which way do we no. go, George? It's like starting over every time. I know. So you can listen to us live every Sunday night at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, seven Pacific Time. And uh, we're going to start out as normal. Rob, what have you been playing over the last two weeks? So I got uh, uh, Sniper Elite 4. It was part of that sale. And uh, I, I spent a little bit of time with it. I was actually kind of surprised at how much of a time sink it is. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least playing it how I want to play it, I guess, is a better way to put it. And... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like camping out, sitting and waiting. Is that how you were playing, or were you just like full bore? Oh no, it's a sniper game. Yeah, it, it's it's. I don't I don't remember the because I really didn't play Sniper Elite Three very much. There was something weird about like the video and the motion on it that I didn't like. Oh yeah, but Sniper Elite Two was awesome. Yes, and I don't remember Sniper Elite Two being like this. Yeah, I think um, Sniper Elite 2, from my recollection, had a lot more close encounter type of stuff, which I thought was weird because it was a sniper game. And um, I do remember there's a lot more times where you seem to get into places and mm -hmm. wasn't all wide open. Um, this one feels to me more like a true what a sniper would be doing, even though there's times you do got to get in and 
get down and dirty with people. But um, yeah, this one uh, three was there was something with that one too I didn't really like, even though I played it a lot. I remember not really enjoying that one, but I really loved the fourth one as well, just like I yeah. love the second one. But I think mm-hmm. this one is probably better than the second one, just because of the open environments. But sure, yeah, the missions take you like. I mean, if you do one mission in like an hour, it's, I think you went through it pretty quick. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? I mean, you know, <clears throat> like that, well, it's not, I guess it's the first one after like the training section, like just sitting there, it's like you're camped out and you're just like watching, just watching and watching and tagging and, <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it's, it's pretty cool because, uh, like for years and years, I always liked those like sniper watching games. It, it, to me, it's almost like a puzzle. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're sitting there and you're watching and you're like analyzing from the standpoint of who do you, t- who do you have to take care of first? Yeah. So to me, that's like a puzzle. It, there was a game years ago called Commandos. Do you remember that one? It was on PC, man, probably like. 15 years ago or more i don't know i i i might think i might be thinking of a different game but was it a sniper type of game no it was it was like um you're infiltrating like a nazi base and so you see the soldiers like walking back and forth and i i want to say that you could see like their cone of vision like their field of vision like a metal gear right um, it was, it was more like top down. So it wasn't really first person or anything or even third person is like a top down view right. okay. of the area. So what you're really trying to do is like, you're trying to figure out, you know, just like in splinter cell and, and some of these games where you have to go through and just sort of like, okay, well, if I get rid of this guy, then, you know, nobody's going to see him when he disappears <laughs> And you had kind of work your way through, and it was always very satisfying to sort of like clear the entire map of guys. And I mean, this sort of gives me that sense as well, right. where it's like you're looking, and it's like, well, I have to, if I have to, okay, it's like I see all these guys over here, I have to take care of them first before I can move on. And it's a, it's, it's a good game, definitely enjoying it. Yeah, what I really like too is um, use your. Um, what's it called? The like, there's silenced, which I think it's kind of funny. They call it silenced ammo, but if you use that, then you can take some dudes out and not alert everybody else. Yeah, so that's very helpful. <laughs> so, fun game though. I I know they got some DLC, and I was like, I need to go buy it. I need to go out and get that and go in and play some of that because man, I love that game. I played a lot of the. Uh, Target Fuhrer that came with pre-ordering the game. I played that a okay. lot, trying to oh, wow. kill Hitler in different ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, shooting him between the legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to get a very specific type of shot. That one took a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I attempted that one several, several times. But there's a lot of, like, environmental things that... Uh, achievements that you can get for killing them with a lot of different types of environmental things in the sub base. Sure. And it's a lot of fun, man. I just had, I, I love that game. I might have to go get that DLC tonight and play some tonight now that you talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. So. And then uh, this week, we also had uh, Forza Horizon 3's new expansion come out, the Hot Wheels one. Yes. You played it? So, no. <laughs> so, I'm looking at this thing. It looks awesome. I want to play it. I don't want to spend $20 on it. Really? Worse yet, I don't want to spend $35 for the expansion pass. I don't know why, but that seems like a lot for some reason. I know I'm probably nitpicking. You're nitpicking. <laughs> yeah. It's like I want the thing I want that expansion pass to go on sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't bought it yet either. I I didn't I think I've uh, I mean I like Bur- uh, Forza Horizon 3 but I think this this game I didn't put as much time into 3 as previous just because I feel like it's a lot more of the same. It's I'm just getting kind of burned out on it. It's just not as fun because it's the same thing, you know. And I don't know how they how do you really change up a, a car driving game, you know? Um it's just like I get kind of bored with the races, and it's drive here, race, then drive at the other end of the map and do a race, and drive back yeah. across the map and race. And, and and you know they mixed it up a little bit this time around by having the festivals. So they had the festivals, like you gathered fans and you opened up new festivals. That was, was sort of like a non-event for me. It just you knew it was happening in the background, but right. it didn't change the gameplay at all yeah so i didn't get blizzard mountain but and i really wasn't planning on getting it and then i saw that hot wheels thing and i'm like dude that just looks cool oh yeah but but i don't know i'm like i'm like again i'm with you it's like okay it's 20 bucks for that and then i'm like well i could just spring for 35 and get the other one and maybe i would enjoy that and play that because i haven't played the game for a while and really it's it's kind of um a drought time, as our title says, but uh, I'm about, I'm about ready to go back uh, and start. I need to get back into Horizon Zero Dawn. Is that what it's called? Hey, for yeah. God, it's been so long. So yeah, I want to play that too. game, and then I bought um, The Last of Us and the Uncharted Collection uh, on my PS4 Pro. So I want to go and play those because I do want to play Uncharted 4 as well. So I mainly want to play Uncharted 4 and Horizon Zero Dawn during this kind of drought of, you know, we're really, there's just nothing coming out. I even looked on the Xbox store the other day and I'm like, is, is there anything on this list of what's coming soon? Which, you know, it's anything they've announced with a release date. It's like, is there anything there that I even interested in? There's nothing, not a single game listed yet. But I'm sure it'll get real it'll probably populate a lot after e3 e3 we'll get a bunch of stuff in there but um so yeah I'm, i want to take the time to go put some time on the playstation and play those games i want but mm-hmm. so it's so kind of like yeah maybe if i if i buy this season pass for forza horizon then it's like mm, yeah it's it's gonna keep me from getting on the playstation for a while so i don't want to do that either yeah so, and I'm, I'm like, I think I'll play it once and I'm like, oh yeah, the orange tracks and all that's kind of cool. But I think after doing a couple loops, I'll probably be like, okay, it's still Forza, <laughs> you know? which is a great game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I just kind of bored with it. So 
I was accused of being a grumpy old man too, by the way, because well, it's everybody yeah. says it seems like I don't like anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, you've always been like that. That's this is nothing new. <laughs> yeah, you've known me for a <laughs> long <many> time. <laughs> uh, let's see. So yeah. what? So thirty so, so years. Hard. Been about Mark 30 years, I think. was a grumpy young man, <laughs> grumpy middle-aged man, and he's now a grumpy old man. <laughs> hey, you, yeah, do you realize that? We've known each other for 30 years. This year is 30 well, I'm years. not even 30 years old. How can that Whatever. be? Whatever. <laughs> wow. No, has it been that long? Yeah. It's our anniversary this year. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 30, 30 years. So... And I and I still put up with you. I know that's amazing. See, I'm such a nice person. <laughs> you keep paying your dues. That's what's good. That's what it is. <laughs> Friendship so, dues. Yeah. So, um, anything else that you played? Um, I want to say there was something, some other stuff, but I don't remember what it was. I tend to like tinker a lot on the xbox just sort of like dabbling i go in and i do my updates <laughs> i check the insiders uh hub or whatever it's called the preview thing i score my points in there i do my tasks in there and then i dabble in games and then don't really play too much of anything lately but uh yeah that's about it and clash royale of course of course well, I have been playing, um, so I hit the road last week, so I was gone last week, and I took my Xbox with me, and oh, I'm, nice. like, I'm like, all right, I am going to spend this week, and I'm going to finish Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm like, if I'm sitting oh, in the wow. hotel, and bored, I'm going to just force myself to finish this game. <laughs> I completed the game the first night. I didn't realize oh, wow. I was that close to being done with, with the main story. And then I didn't turn the Xbox on the rest of the week because I'm like, Whoa. there's just that's how bored I am right now. I'm in that it's that drought. It's that there's just nothing to play. I've got stuff too that, like, I I thought of getting the Forza Pack and the Sniper Elite, but I was like on hotel wireless. I'm like, mm -hmm. now this will take 18 years to download, so I didn't even bother. Okay. I'm like, there, there's no way I'll get it off to wait till I get home. Um, but uh, yeah, I ended up just watching a lot of. HBO and TV in the hotel because lack of anything to do. Um, I went and saw a couple movies. Uh, I did. I will take a side note here. I did go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and I thought the movie. Oh, yeah. I thought the movie sucked, man. Ah, oh, grumpy old man. Uh, but and that was what I got called out for. But I'm sorry. I really liked the first one, and I loved Baby Groot. Baby Groot yeah, is awesome. Cute. But it's like I could have just seen a movie with just him. The rest, I am Groot. The rest of the movie was like I am Groot. Yeah, exactly. It was I love that I love that beginning part where they're all fighting. Oh like, yeah, that was good. Show credit, they're all like fighting and he's like jamming. He's oblivious. just dancing. <laughs> but I just found it to be not it's just, I just felt it wasn't as good. I was really bored. I actually fell asleep twice. <laughs> um and I don't know. I, it was just lacking for me. I just didn't think the story. I did not like the storyline at all. Um, I just really didn't. And um, I thought it was kind of hokey. They had 
it was like this whole family thing on multiple levels with mm. with the with the girl and with the guy and his dad and the you know the other girl and her sister and I'm just like oh, come on you know it was just and it was just kind of ridiculous I just thought it was really ridiculous but um, the next day I went I saw Fate and the Furious okay uh, which is Fast and the Furious eight and that was awesome <laughs> it was so oh yeah good. I remember when we saw the first one <laughs> yes I I you know it's fun I mean I love yeah. I love that series. And, and it's good. It's good. It is eight movies, and they've all really been, for the most part, have been really good. I think Tokyo Drift is probably the weakest one in the series. Yeah, they, they started getting a little hokey a little bit, but then they pulled back. And well, they're still real hokey. I mean, it's, well, I mean, okay, the stunts Extra and the hokey. stuff they do is ridiculous, but they're funny. They're action packed. It's just it's an enjoyable. You know, it's a good, enjoyable popcorn flick. You know, and Guardians has got a lot of action in it. It's just, it was just missing. It was just something wasn't as good as the first one, I thought. But, mm-hmm. um, so I already told my kids, no, we're not going to go see that. I'm not dumping a bunch of money in to take them, and I'm not going to go see it again, uh, the Guardians. So I'm like, you have to wait till it comes out on a rental. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, oh, man. <sighs> but, uh, Anyways, so I didn't get anything done uh, gaming. Otherwise, I did, but I did finish Mass Effect Andromeda, and I have no desire to go and play the side missions or anything else. I don't care if they bring DLC out for that game. I'm done with it. It's officially done. I am now gonna go and play Horizon and spend some time on a PlayStation for a while, probably for the next month or two until something good comes out on the Xbox. So. But I'm not abandoning everybody. I'm not abandoning the Xbox. Just going to go spend some time on that very expensive black box sitting there that has only been turned on like once. Yeah. Going to finally get some time on that. The paperweight. Yeah. (coughs) So, all right. Let's see. What's next on the agenda? So, you can uh, become a, you can support the show by becoming a a Patreon uh, a patron over at patron. yeah patron by going to patreon um if you go to this xboxlife.com forward slash patreon you can become a subscriber which is you basically go in and say i want to i want to donate money every month to these guys to, for the show um you set up what level you want to do it can be any amount that you want to donate to the show um and that's on a recurring basis um you can also send us a one-time donation um, at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate that's again anything you wish to donate uh, that's a one-time deal that way um, again we uh, really appreciate all those that are patreons and donators we really do appreciate that and i think ooh, i think we're past due too for a giveaway um, we need to do that next week for sure okay. Brun's back we need to give another i think we were going to give another 60 dollars gift card away so we will get that when Brian gets back next week. We will uh, we'll give something away there. Um, what is next? So roundtable. So we've guys, this is lacking. There's not going to be a whole lot here. We're going to try to share some stuff that's been out over the last couple of weeks. But again, we're there's not a lot of news. Everybody's kind of you know trying to hold tight and keep things under wraps because e3 they want all their big announcements so the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty light but looks like rob's got some found some stuff to talk about so i'm gonna turn it over to you rob all right okay uh got a couple of things 
Yeah. Did you say that, uh, I? What is that? Come on. That's man. right. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Got a couple of things. Uh, just to, I guess these are all quick hits here. And um, uh, some of these stories were from last week, so I'm a little rusty on these. Uh, Phil Spencer was um, asked about the scheduling of Scorpio because, hey, Scorpio is a big, big deal. It's complicated. A lot can go wrong, right? With something like an <laughs> entire console. And, uh, you know, there's the definite possibility of production delays and stuff because, I mean, if these things are coming out this holiday season, they got to go into production pretty soon, don't you think? Yeah. For them to make like millions of these things. Yes. I don't know if that's how many they're actually going to make, but. But uh, Phil Spencer uh, reassured fans that the console schedule, and this is in quotes here, looks very good. He said the schedule looks very good right now. No issues. Nice. So at least uh, that's kind of reassuring for those of us that want to get these systems. And uh, we'll probably be seeing them in, uh, what, less than six months now almost, right? Um, I'm expecting uh, it to be November. So, yeah. yeah, that's six months away. Yeah. I, I'm imagining that we're going to be able to pre-order on, the, uh, on E3 day, you know, or that, that Sunday. They're coming out. Yeah, Sunday the – forgot what day it was. Pull up my calendar here because they're doing their press conference on Sunday the 11th, I think. Is uh, Or was it the 18th? I can't remember when E3 was. I'll have to look that up. But uh, they're coming out on that Sunday to do their thing at like 2 o'clock Pacific time, which is what, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And I would imagine within that 90-minute time that as soon as that show's over, we'll probably be able to pre-order Scorpio. I would imagine we're getting a launch date. Mm -hmm. And I will be putting in my pre-order that day. <laughs> I yeah. already plan on it. I don't care what it costs. I'm getting one. <laughs> What's your hurry? What's my hurry? Oh, it's June 15th through the 17th. Which is, so that was right the, oops, I'm back on May. So the 11th is June 15th through the 17th. That's weird. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong year. That's 2010. Stupid Google. Duh. Like, that can't be right. Where's the date? I'm on the E3 page. They don't want to tell you. It's a big secret. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter, but um, well, we'll figure it out. But it's that Sunday of E3 um, that I would I would imagine those pre-orders are going to go live that day. So. Oh, yeah. Probably. I'm going yeah. to have Amazon queued up and ready to go as soon as I see it. <laughs> so I've already, you can go out there if you're interested too. You can go out and go to Amazon and. If you do look up Xbox Scorpio, it does pull up a page and it says, you know, they'll email you when info is available. So I've done, cool. I've done that. So you can definitely, if you plan to buy it from Amazon through maybe. Make sure to use our affiliate link. Exactly. Maybe through a nice affiliate link that you have a, your favorite podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. You can go out there and just say, hey, alert me when it's ready. So. But uh, anyways. Okay. Are you going to get one, Rob? Do you know? 
I, I think so. Well, I, I definitely am interested in it. Right now, I don't have a 4K TV. So. You don't need one. Yeah. <laughs> but Oh, you know what? Let me say this. Let me say this. So, I took my Xbox. So, I've, I've got my S on my 4K TV, right? Yes. And I've been playing Mass Effect on it. And so, when I took it to the hotel, I had... I'm Obviously, it wasn't a 4K TV that the hotel had. Right. But it's still an HD TV. Wow, what a difference. <laughs> I was like... It was, it was just like, as soon as the game launched, and I'm like... I'm looking at it, I'm like... I, this doesn't look right. I'm like, this looks really odd. I'm like, why does this look so strange? And then it clicked. Oh, the TV's not HDR 4K. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so this is what this game really looks like? Ew, this is terrible. <laughs> so <clears throat> it was kind of funny to me because I, I, I you know, you don't, you know, you don't really think about it. How, you know, how often do you ever go back? on something like that and i did because i was traveling and yeah it was it was quite different it really looked very different and not very good so i thought that was kind of interesting probably looked all muted and it, it just looked the colors didn't pop yeah it, it looked just like yeah kind of dull and not i don't know it was hard for me to i really couldn't explain i don't know it was weird. It was just, it was noticeable. I'm just like, what's wrong? This doesn't look right. And then realized, oh yeah, duh. I don't have the fancy yeah. TV in the hotel. <laughs> so it, I, so that it's like, I didn't really necessarily notice it going from my HD TV to the new HDR 4k, which you think you would, but it was kind of like, Hey, you know, the game yeah, it looks good. You know, I really didn't notice it. But then you get used to that, and then you go back, and then it was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it was just, it was an immediate notice. Wow. Oh. So, That's interesting. So, but. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Next up, uh, there's a bunch of titles that came into the backwards compatibility program over the last two weeks. And... We have Band of Bugs, Harm's Way, Hardcore, Uprising, Bullet Soul, Infinite Burst, Bullet Soul, and uh, Geometry Wars 3 and Geometry Wars Evolved. Looks like um, those, are, well, those are the ones that were added over the last uh, two weeks. And um, yeah, that's it for that. There is, I'm going to jump ahead here in our list. Um, when was it? Oh, there's a sale coming up on backwards compatibility titles this week. Did you hear about this, Mark? Um, no, I've been out of the loop yeah. the whole week. Yeah, so there's uh, going to be, uh, I think, like 200 or so titles or 250 titles. Let me open this bad boy up over here. Mute that tab. <laughs> yes. I saw you put your warning in the notes. I was <laughs> like, hey, that's handy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that mute tab thing works great in Chrome. I like that. 
Oh, up on top there? Yes, I'm so glad you pointed that out to me. I never knew that existed. Yeah, Firefox does the same thing now. And But what we're talking about is, um, you know how those gaming sites have the extremely annoying ads that start playing right away? You occasionally hear them on our show <laughs> as we're going through stuff. Well, uh, for the browser pages that are playing audio, there's usually a little speaker icon in Firefox, and I think Chrome does the same thing, doesn't it? It's like a speaker icon up on the tab top, like a little folder-looking thing, you know? So um, you can just think, click that I think it, it does, yeah. I think, um, well, you can right-click the tab and just say mute tab. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So right now I don't, I don't see anything with uh, a speaker up there. You yeah. Just right click and say mute tab, and it works. Yeah. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. So Microsoft announced that uh, backwards compatibility super sale is kicking off on Tuesday, May sixteenth. It's going to have more than two hundred seventy-five backwards compatible Xbox three hundred and sixty games wow. that are going to be discounted and. Um, the prices will be discounted up to 75%. Now, a lot of these games are super cheap to begin with. So if they crank these uh, down like another 75% off, there's probably going to be some uh, good games to be had. Although at this point, I know when I look through these sales, I don't remember half the games because it's been so long. Right. You know, you remember the big titles, but some of the more obscure stuff, you just don't remember as much. And... uh you know, this might be a good time to pick up some titles that, let's say, that you really enjoy and you have them on, like, a retail disc on the Xbox 360 so you can convert it to digital. That's what these sales are really good for. Yeah. Like, and, uh, hey, did you see if Red Dead Redemption is in there? It's supposed to be, possibly. So maybe um, you can get it for super cheap. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's another thing where, I mean... This game is what thirty bucks, I think, normally, still. And every time it's on sale, it's like twenty some dollars. I want it for some reason. I wanted this game for like five or ten bucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, they had it once when they first put it on digital. It was like seven dollars. Yeah. I know you keep telling me that, <laughs> and every time I see it, it's at least twenty. Well, take take a look then. Make sure to check that. Is that this yeah. week? Yes, it starts on Tuesday. All right. So definitely check that out. Uh, we don't know yet when uh, the sale is going to end, but as most of these things go, it's usually uh, from Tuesday to Monday, I think. Yeah, Tuesday to Monday. I think on the dashboard, too, it'll tell you when the sale ends. Yes. So It tells you how many more days. Yeah, which I think is titles. really kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on. The Scorpio dev kits have kind of a cool feature. I don't know if you saw this, Mark. Uh, they had some um, images posted last week of the uh, Scorpio development kit that has some kind of little display on the front of it that shows a whole bunch of like system statistics and a frame rate counter. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of speculation going on as... If, uh, you know, this might actually come to the retail boxes or maybe even the regular Xbox. No, it won't. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it is a cool thing. I know PC gamers love to see this kind of stuff. But the thing that I was kind of wondering about was, 
how useful is this in a console? It, because it's only you, useful you can't for tweak devs. it. Right. Yeah, because you, yeah, you can't tweak it. You can't do anything. You can't change drivers right. to try to eke out more performance. You know, you can't switch your video card. You're kind of locked into whatever the system is. Yeah, I, I would not expect this. I think this is only for devs, and it makes it easy for them to see. You know, they can put it in, and boom, right on the front, they're seeing what the performance is. They don't have to use additional tools, and you know, but there there is no need for the consumer version yeah. to have this in there. I really yes. wouldn't want that. It's, I to me, it would take away, and and really, you know, consoles are meant for the living room where you're sitting far enough away that. You'd be like, well, what's that say? You know, do I really don't need numbers down on the screen. And I yeah. really don't care. I'm gonna know it, it looks awesome. I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't have it now. I don't care. And a lot of people have their consoles in the entertainment center. Right. Underneath their TV or whatnot. Would you even be able to see it? Yeah, it depends on how it's set up and mm-hmm. you know. But. Okay. Um, moving on, uh, there is a company called Bionic, Bionic, I think, you know, B-I-O-N-I-K. I guess you would say that is Bionic. Yeah, I would. They have a little, um, I'll, I'll call it a customization for Xbox controllers that can put you in the direction of an elite controller or, um, I guess how Scuff has their controllers or they've had their controllers for years. Right. So one of the cool things about the elite controllers is you've got, I'm holding mine up for the camera here. You got these little doodads here underneath that can control how far the button or the triggers get depressed. So you can, pull this little guy down and then it only goes down halfway. So you don't have that huge amount of travel. And, uh, this is, uh, one of the features that a lot of first person shooters, uh, folks love just because, Hey, you know, if you're depressing that trigger the entire way, I mean, that could cost you a game, right? If you take it all serious, like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. that, <laughs> that fraction of a second that you oh. lose as it, goes all the way down and it comes all the way back up. So maybe that explains why I'm always getting killed in multiplayer games because everyone else has an elite controller. (laughs) I think that's it. Yeah. So that's gotta be the reason. It's not that I suck. (laughs) So, um, isn't that a way of, isn't that a form of cheating? I mean, wouldn't, doesn't that kind of not level the play? It kind of takes out the level playing field out of it. Sure. Gives other players an advantage. Yeah. And if you want that advantage and you don't want to buy an elite controller or a scuff controller, what you can do is grab this new product that's called a quick shot by Bionic, where you can basically transform any regular Xbox One controller. I guess this is just any regular Microsoft branded Xbox One controller. Uh, so that it has customized grips and also uh, has the dual setting trigger locks for your uh, first person shooter goodness, I guess. The most impressive thing about this is that 
this quick shot thing is only 20 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's a and lot, lot cheaper it, than, than, than uh, oh, yeah, an Elite. Yeah. So, you know, if you've got that controller that you've had, you know, for the last couple of years, you can get this thing and just slap it on there. And, uh, and make your controller almost new. So apparently, uh, people that have been testing thing out actually said it's pretty decent. So, yeah, tw- $20. $20 of goodness for the um, Bionic Quick Shot. And I guess it's retail price, too. I'd, I'd wonder if it would be even discounted, like on sale, maybe $14, $15. Like on Amazon or something. I'm looking up uh, Amazon right now. Uh, it's 19.99 on Amazon. Even still, that's a pretty good price. So, yeah, it's better than 150. Yeah. So basically, they're saying uh, the Quick Shot is built from uh, really good quality materials, and it has a texturized rubber grip. Quality is on par with the Elite controller, despite the difference in price that's pretty cool i posted the link into our twitch chat for the twitch viewers they can go check out that story that's pretty cool yeah definitely so a little controller hack i guess is one way to put it (laughs) then there's a interesting development with alan wake this past week where apparently there's uh, a licensing issue that they're having with uh, a music or the music in the game. And that's forcing Alan Wake to be pulled from Steam and Xbox this month. That seems so weird. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to no longer be available from May 15th. So I guess... You just have a couple more hours yeah. as of this recording. Grab, grab it the right game. now. Yeah, if, if you haven't already. And uh, the American Nightmares DLC is not going to be affected from what they're saying. And uh, basically, to recap, some of the music used in Alan Wake is no longer under license by Remedy which basically means that they can no longer sell it anymore. That is kind of dumb if you ask me. Yeah. The people that already have the game, they can continue playing it. And achievements are going to remain. So, yeah. I know it was free a couple months ago, wasn't it? I think it was on backwards compatibility. Uh, I think the American Nightmare was free. I don't know if the... Oh, no. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of... Wasn't it... Didn't you get it when you purchased Quantum Break? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, but the American Nightmare was free. I think that was a Games of Gold one month. Okay. Yeah, so um, hopefully you grabbed it. And if you haven't, if you're in the chat now... Grab it. <laughs> hey, I just posted the story in our group too. Yeah. And right now. So time's running out, folks. 
And next up, uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, there was some kind of, of document that uh, was an internal Microsoft document that uh, the folks over at Windows Central managed to get their little grubby hands on. And uh, it basically lists off the statistics of players of Xbox, Xbox Live and such. So, Mark, are you ready to see if you fall into the, um, into the, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, The norm? (laughs) Yeah, the norm, or are you outside the norm? Medium, (laughs) okay. Are you normal, or are you not normal? (laughs) (laughs) I'm above normal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm excessively abnormal. (laughs) No, okay, so, the, uh, here's, here's a couple of the things. Uh, that we've got. I'm having some trouble zooming, apparently, for some reason. So, of uh, Xbox One owners, I like how Chrome is like so slow in zooming. I zoomed you, in. It already... took about took about ten minutes. I mean, ten seconds to zoom. That must be you. I just zoomed in right away, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time to rebuild my machine. <laughs> So, um, looking at gender, 58% are male, 42% are female. So, that's uh, that's actually a pretty good ratio of those. Uh, The majority of Xbox One gamers fall in between 25 to 34 years old. That's at 28%. So we are above the norm. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> right there. Yep. The next is 35 to 40 at 23%. And I think we fall into the 15% range of 45 <laughs> to 54-year-old. And 6% of the gamers are actually above 55 years old. I mean, that's uh, that's impressive. But I find interesting, there's no one below the age of 12. <laughs> not supposed to be <laughs> i know they You're can't supposed to have they, a 3ds yeah they can't pull that info anyways <laughs> yeah but i guess uh we could say we don't have any 12 year old gamers yeah. on here everybody so now we're that means we have to instead of complaining about the 12 year old gamers we have to complain about the 13 year olds <laughs> exactly and the average age is 33 years old so but it's, it's kind of neat but interesting enough, 13 to 17 is 10%. Yeah. It's really low. I think those are all the, that's, and you know what? That would explain, that's where all the uh, Sony fanboys are. <laughs> yeah. Those are all the ones that are making all the noise and saying, oh, Xbox sucks. Because all the mm-hmm. adults don't care. They're busy playing <laughs> exactly. or working, you know? Yes. <laughs> interesting. Then the household living arrangement. So 23% live at home with their parents, 45%. (laughs) 23%. (laughs) Yeah, 45% live with their spouse. So almost half of the the gamers uh, are are married. That's interesting. And then household income. The biggest uh, ranges are um, from actually at uh, 21% from 50 to 75,000, 
household income, and 21% again from 75 to 99,000. So um, I guess most Xbox gamers are above the median. Isn't like the median like 35 or something? Yeah, I think so. I think that's average income or something like that. Yeah. And then the median household income of Xbox One owners is around 75,000. So above from 50,000 above, you've got 20, 40, 50, 66, 64, 70%. Oh, 64% are above 50,000. 6% prefer not to answer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's quite a 64% of people uh, have an income of greater than 50,000. That's. Mm -hmm. so. And then Windows or MS Power User did a little investigation into some of these and they say um, the majority of Xbox one owners make well over the average income in the U S and um, many gamers utilize social features like chat and uh, that's over half of the owners use chat and uh, basically these prove that gaming is still a very social pastime and Microsoft's focus to provide more features in this regard is right on. Hmm. So yeah, they keep, uh, you know, they keep pushing some of that, um, you know, socialization, the groups, and all. I mean, I could see why it's it's right in the money then, right? Yep. It says uh, Xbox One owners and console gamers in general have high incomes points to a problem as well, the problem of pricing. The average mobile game is only a few dollars, but the average console game is around 20. Even if the game is a port of a mobile title, it still ends up costing a lot more on Xbox One. I wonder if they look at the median income and they can say, well, you can, you can give us more. We can pay more because we have it. Yeah. That's not the message you want to send out. <laughs> no, no. No, but that, that was kind of interesting. It's it's interesting to see that the majority of Xbox gamers are, what, in their 30s, they're married, uh, they live with their spouse, decent household income. So you can see that gaming is not just for kids, or rather it's for big kids. And it's not, it is, yeah, it's for older kids. It's for older rich kids, is <laughs> yeah. what this says. And uh, I'm surprised 42% are female. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I know there's female gamers out there, but it's interesting to see that many, that high of a number. So, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I know okay, we got a yeah. couple in our community, so. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Then uh, every once in a while, gaming companies tend to have uh, a little bit of a leak of what projects are coming down the pipe as uh, they have job listings on the hiring sites and such. And then I guess people troll that stuff and uh, they find news. Well, the exact same thing happens again. They, Microsoft has a job listing for a senior design manager 
for a position on Microsoft's Xbox Mixed Reality team. They're looking to build a massively social gaming and entertainment experience for both the PC and the console. So the job listing basically said this. Do you love MMOs? Are you no. excited about virtual reality? No. Would you like every Xbox user to experience your design every time they use it? No. We are embarking on a bold charter. I need your help uh, to take us to the next step. The Xbox Mixed Reality team is looking for an experienced senior design manager with deep expertise and passion around crafting immersive social systems and experiences. We're looking to build a massively social gaming and entertainment experience for both the PC and console. Here's an opportunity to join the fun and collaborative team that experiments with the latest toys, works with state-of-the-art tech, and crafts the future of entertainment. Until they cancel it. <laughs> yeah, until it gets fabled. Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, that's interesting uh, that uh, that they're doing something along these lines. I mean, not that it's a huge surprise, you know, with all of those VR headsets that are coming down the road with the $300 ones and them saying that uh, VR is going to be on Scorpio and eventually the regular Xbox ones. So, I mean, this, uh, this further proves that Microsoft is going to be doing something. Yeah. I wonder if they, I wonder if they're going to take fable, make it an MMO. Like what, what was that one that got canceled? Fable legends. Yeah. Is that the name? Yeah. That was a weird, um, almost like a, what is it? Uh, it looked to me like it was, um, I can't even think of what, what is that stupid game on? Completely can't even think of it, but, uh, more of like, a. am <clears throat> completely drawn a blank. I know what I want to say. You know the games. There's those games that like you kind of go down these paths, um, and you're competing against other people online, and and it's just like the same thing over and over. And um, what's that? What's that game that everybody's playing it right now? It's by um, <laughs> by Blizzard, Overwatch. Yeah. Okay. So, over, but it's not Overwatch. I'm thinking of there, but it's um, I can't think of what style of gaming that is. But that I'm trying to think of, but I think it was Fable was kind of more like that, uh, that Fable Legends game. So I would expect that if they're going to do a true like Fable Four, that maybe that's something that they would do. Maybe do something like that with it. But I don't know if they'll ever do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's driving me nuts. I can't think of what style of gaming I'm trying to think of. Is it an MMO? Yeah, but it's um. You're you're thinking of like what, like League of Legends, and I'm I'm I've got I can't think of the name Smite. That's the game I'm thinking of. I so and I can't think of what that type of gaming style is referred to. Um, let me look that up. But I think that's kind of what that Fable Legends was kind of was like. Uh, let's see what it says. It is the uh, MOBA. Okay, MOBA, the multiplayer online battle arena. So I'm kind of wondering, I think, kind of think, you know, if that's what the Fable Legends was more going to be like, 
I don't know if that would fit with kind of what they're saying in this story. To me, this seems more of like maybe like a Elder Scrolls or World of Warcraft, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. In a mixed reality style. Which could be, I think that could be cool just from the whole looking around and, you know, doing the, seeing the world and stuff like that. That would be kind of neat. But again, I still think VR is such a gimmick. Um, I don't know. I, I looked, I was actually at Best Buy a couple of weeks ago and they had, um, oh, which the Samsung Gear VR, the, the, the one that has like you stick your phone into yeah. the headset. Yeah. I've got Isn't that, that the, is that okay? Gear so, VR. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let me walk up and I looked at it and, and I did, they had some demos there and I was doing this one like journey around the world. So it was like going around and you're looking around and I'm like, whatever you know and my daughter was with me so i'm like here try this on and she's like it was funny because she put it on and she's like whoa <laughs> she didn't because nah. i didn't say anything to her i said hey just look at this um and then she thought it was cool you know yeah it oh is. this is awesome and i'm like yeah it might be neat like for one game but i just no, i mean you know because because i've got one and it's it's a cool experience it's, it's something to do in like limited um limited experiences i guess uh -huh. you know in short-term stuff but i can't picture somebody like spending an afternoon messing with it i mean first of all your phone won't last that long and the phones get really hot and uh you know it, it's something just for a little while and you know maybe these new ones that are coming out are going to be a lot better I mean, if Scorpio ends up having VR, the AR, or mixed reality, I mean, I would probably go into one of the stores and check it out, but I just don't, I can't see myself buying one. I just can't, unless it was completely wireless and really had some just amazing thing that I just had to play. So, mm -hmm. But I just don't see that happening. Yeah. So. But anyways. So. Okay. Hey, did you put in this uh, Square Enix thing? Or yeah. does that mean? No, that was you want, me. You want to talk about that, and then uh, I'll do the recap? Okay, so I thought this was... Uh, well, let me mute this tab. Mute tab quick. Ooh, that was cool. Oh, close one. Yeah, now, once you mute it, it shows a speaker up there that's muted. So, um, ha-ha. Uh, so Square Enix is parting with Hitman Studio IO Interactive. They made the decision to withdraw from that company. Wait, did you say partnering or parting? They parted with. Okay. They're leaving, disbanding. Um, so Square Enix has declared its decision to withdraw from Danish developer IO Interactive. The company made the announcement alongside its financial results for the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2017. To maximize player satisfaction as well as market potential going forward, we are focusing our resources and energies on key franchises and studios, Square Enix said in a statement. As a result, the company has regrettably decided to withdraw from the business of IO Interactive, a wholly owned subsidiary and a Danish corporation. Um, these guys are the developer of Hitman and Kanan Lynch. They found itself in the Square Enix stable in 2009 when the Japanese, partner pub, uh, Japanese publisher acquired IO's parent company, 
IDOS Interactive. So what the news means for the future of the studio itself and the Hitman series is unclear. Uh, last year's Hitman Season 1 left the current studio in limbo, and as of August of last year, IO Interactive was planning for three seasons of the episodic game. They have been focused entirely on Hitman since 2013, when the studio laid off half its staff and canceled all non-Hitman projects and initiatives. Um, so this is interesting. Um, I, I thought this was an interesting story. I know a lot of people liked Hitman, uh, not me. But, um, and, and, I, and I've heard that it's been supposedly pretty successful, so I don't know what's going to happen now that Square Enix is basically split now. So the whole Hitman Season 2 could be in jeopardy. I don't know if they'll get someone new to come in and uh, help out, or I don't know what they're going to do. So just thought I'd share that, and as, as I hear anything new on this, or what, what it means for IO Interactive, we'll definitely let you guys know. Okay. And then, uh, I guess, wrapping things up, a uh, couple quick hits here for some of the stories that happened over the past week or so. Um, we did have Microsoft Build this past week. Um, you know, granted, it is more, I think, Windows centric like kind of like programming windows kind of stuff um you know it's not quite like an e3 where it has a whole lot of gaming stuff but uh phil spencer was out there he did give some kind of presentation and it was funny i was listening to some show maybe it was windows weekly maybe that was the one where they were saying that uh <laughs> they made phil come out and he had to wear a collared shirt <laughs> No T-shirt, huh? No T-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he did give some kind of presentation. I just thought that was funny. Because he always wears those T-shirts and, uh, like, a sport jacket. But yep. uh, uh, a couple of things that came out uh, this past week. Uh, there was a screenshot, apparently, that came out of Build where it talks about xbox's new fluent design ui so i know for android phones they have material design and i guess there's something else called fluent design and uh basically they're taking what we have now where we have that i don't know what you would call it that little line that vertical line of icons you know what i'm talking about mark on the I left think, side yeah how it's okay. got that vertical, you know, line of, you know, like what it's got, like the chat, it's got the Xbox button settings and yeah, the party, achievements and friends yeah. and all, yeah, all in a row. And on the left side, there's going to be a bunch of tiles in there, and then on the right side, uh, it's unclear as if, if this is going to be like the actual game that you're playing, where they could be like snapped in there, but uh, you know, they're they're not done with that. UI yet uh, they've been making some steady changes to it and when uh, they say the new UI has quite a bit more color to it generally is brighter and is more interesting to look at so um, no word yet on when that's going to come out Scorpio and, yeah then, Scorpio only dashboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah it needs the power of Scorpio 
Speaking of Scorpio, uh, there's a company called Lucid Sound that uh, revealed their new LS35X headset. It's uh, the first headset to officially announce support for Project Scorpio. So that's interesting. Why does a headset need to support Scorpio? It's probably just a marketing or a PR thing. Yeah. People will be like, oh, I need this. <laughs> so they're saying uh, they're offering uh, early adopters a solid option if they're looking to beef up their gaming setup. And so it's the first confirmed Scorpio headset. And it's the first truly wireless Xbox One headset. No wired connections necessary. Huh? Interesting. Does it use Bluetooth? It probably. I have a wireless headset, but it does require... It's got a, a little box that plugs into the, to the Xbox. Yeah, so it says it's... The first headset to connect wirelessly to an Xbox One console, it can function completely wirelessly without a base station or additional wires. It connects directly to the console's hardware using the same method as Xbox One controllers. About time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's probably Bluetooth. Yeah. So uh, no release date yet on this thing. Um, we'll probably see it sometime later this year on the holiday holiday time. But that that's interesting. It's it's nice because I've got or I had the Turtle Beach. I forget what model it was. So it was a Turtle Beach that I had before uh-huh. on the Xbox 360, and I've got my. Uh, Actually, well, that was the only wireless one that I had. The rest are all corded. But I hated that setup. You know what I'm talking about? Where you have that that base, and then you got the uh, cables that, you know, get power because it charges. And you got to have your connection like that thing had its connection into the optical input. And it's such a hassle. Yep, I got I got a Turtle Beach. I think they're the x500 stealths or <clears throat> something like that so it's wireless but i hardly ever use it i i used to use it a lot now it's like i never use it for some reason because again you gotta i gotta put it over and plug it in to charge it <laughs> i never think to do that yeah so it's like permanently dead sitting on my table i should charge mm-hmm. it up they are great when they when i oh i bet when yeah. i use them i love it but <clears throat> and you know one thing that i've been getting into lately is I just use the same earbuds that I use for my cell phone. Oh yeah. You know, that I listen to all my podcasts and my music and stuff like at work. And I've just gotten so used to having them in all the time that I just plug them into the bottom of the controller. I should try yeah. these. I just bought, I don't know if I can hold these up. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the wrong, Oh, looking at the wrong camera. Um, these are Bose. They're they're like Bose wireless earbuds. Okay. Um, I just bought these recently. These are Bluetooth. Um, these things are awesome. I should see if they hook up. I should see if they'll hook up to the um, Xbox. They probably won't though. 
Because I have um, another set of Bose noise-canceling headphones that I use for travel, and I tried to hook them up to the PlayStation, and they wouldn't. PlayStation's like, nope, can't hook up audio Bluetooth items at this time. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah, so I don't, and I don't know if the Xbox allows you to do that or not. I could try them both. Check it out. Because mm-hmm. these are pretty comfortable. And then you can, you can, got a mute, and it's got an inline volume right built in here on the on the cable so and they're they're nice they're not they're like earbuds you know but they they stick in further and they, they got the a thing on there that they actually don't fall out and they're a lot more comfortable than like a cell phone earbud so but yeah i just put the press release for the uh, lucid sound things in the uh in the chat there Okay, and then um, let's see what do we have next here. Kingdom Hearts 3. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Looks like it might be launching in 2018. Okay. (laughs) And it says, while a 2018 release isn't guaranteed, (laughs) looks like uh, it it possibly may happen. So if you've been waiting for Kingdom Hearts, you got to wait. A little bit more. Although this year's almost halfway over anyway. If you're a T-Mobile customer, you're going to be getting a free month of Game Pass. Just a reminder, if you're not familiar with Game Pass is, that's the um, service that Microsoft is coming out with. Uh, what, $10 a month? Yeah. They're going to have a library of about 100 games that you can essentially rent, sort of. No, that's not a good way to put it. Um, it's like Netflix. You pay your 10 bucks a month, and then uh, you have 100 titles available to you to play. So basically, it's a uh, subscription cost or whatever. It says if you're a T-Mobile customer, you'll be able to bypass the first month subscription cost. And um, looks like we might have more information on this at E3 next month. Because Game Pass is supposed to be out pretty soon from what I remember because it's been in testing for the preview program for some time with uh, uh, a not-so-stellar, I guess, uh, list of titles, which is to be expected, I guess, because they're testing the service, not testing if you like the games or not. But, uh, yeah, so if you're a T-Mobile customer, you get yourself a a $10 deal there. And... uh, Looks like a Microsoft Windows 10, I'm sorry, Minecraft Windows 10 edition is going to be a launch title for Scorpio. Hmm. That's interesting. What, what would you say, Minecraft? Yeah, Minecraft. I said Microsoft first. Because <laughs> my, Minecraft and Microsoft look <laughs> pretty close when you're tired. Minecraft, Microsoft, releasing for Scorpio. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. They're almost the same amount of letters, or maybe they are. (laughs) I don't know. It's too much effort into this. (laughs) And nobody cares. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, surprisingly, uh, the Windows 10 version is going to be a launch title. Because we already have Minecraft on Xbox One. 
360. Yeah. I wonder if there's some differences between uh, between the versions because I haven't uh, I haven't I've got them both, but I haven't been playing them since my son lost interest in Minecraft. And they could still play, but they play on the 360. And yeah. I've asked them, I'm like, well, why don't you play it on the one? And they're like, well, I don't want to lose everything. And I'm not sure how it all worked. I guess I thought it was all um, tied in somehow, but that's right because my kids play locally. Yeah. So they wouldn't. They don't have anything saved in the cloud. Right. So they don't. They haven't played the Xbox One version because they don't want to lose all their progress. Oh yeah. The stuff they've built. So. And they're not playing on my Scorpio, so they won't need the new. No. Player. Nope. Come on, sharing with your family is caring. I sh- I'm sharing an Xbox One already, so. <laughs> <laughs> They should be happy. Yeah. Happy with what they've got. They have it and they play the 360, so what can I say? Then let's see. From a little bit of news from last week. Let me see if there's anything worth mentioning. Uh, Custom Gamer Picks rolled out to everybody. So uh, if you haven't done your custom gamer pick and you want to you can mm-hmm. uh, shadow of tomb raider probably won't be at e3 it says a square enix spokesperson said on facebook that this will be a quiet e3 for lara hmm no tomb it's raider? too bad yeah hmm uh, Gears of War 4 got some new content. Uh, Arabic is coming to Xbox One. And, is, that a, uh, is that a game or do you mean like... The language. Language. So games can be made in Arabic. Yeah. Localized in Arabic. Okay. Yeah, so um, they somebody asked on Facebook whether or not Arabic would be supported on Xbox One in the future. Mike Ibarra responded, we're working on it. Hmm. So um, I guess that's for further localizations. And uh, a bunch of new features came out to Beam, which are uh, some kind of interactive features. Uh, Something that they're calling Interactive 2.0. So these last couple of things, it's probably old news to everybody since... uh, this news is somewhere between seven to fourteen days old. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, it. <laughs> no, but I mean, no, I, that's why I just went through everything pretty quickly there. Yeah. But uh, since we didn't have a show last week, I thought I would just mention them. Cool. So that, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for the news. All righty. Well, let me see what's next. So, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us a voicemail. Get your voice in the show. Ask us a question, make a comment, whatever you want. Just be be clean, please. Uh, we are a family show. And um, if you beat up on anyone, only beat up on Bron because he's not here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we know they won't beat up on Rob because you're everybody's favorite. Yay. So um, it's that sultry voice you have. Yes. 
So anyways, we did get a voicemail this week, but if you want to send one, go to thisxboxlife.com, click on send voicemail on the right side of the page, and uh, and you get, is it 60 seconds, Rob, right? Is it one minute, or did you change that? It's supposed to be 90, but okay. plan for 60. Yeah, yeah, I know the last one was cut off at 60. I don't know about Drano's here, Yeah, but uh, I thought his went more than a minute. What does it say? No, his was 54 seconds, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'd keep it under a minute just in, just because it seems to cut off at 60 seconds. So let's hear what Drino had to say. Yeah, and, and if you have something long to hey, send yeah. us. Whoops, sorry. No, I was going to say, if you have something um, that you want to go on for a little while, you can always record it and send us an MP3. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just emails. And you can send that through email at contact at the sexboxlife.com. All right, so let's hear what Drino had to say. And good evening. It is Drano85. Uh, had a quick question for all three of you and uh, interested to hear your opinions on the subject. I was wondering what developing studios you all have full faith and full confidence in to the effect of pre-ordering their games or uh, enjoying their games consistently. And on the flip side, what would be a studio that you may shy away from because they either aren't your cup of tea or um, you've lost confidence in their ability to produce a game or develop a game, I should say. Now, for me, the answer for the games that I love would be CD Projekt Red. Anything from them seems to uh, be fantastic. Also, Irrational Games, Arcane, uh, seems to have found a sweet spot for me. And ones that I uh, shy away from are usually anything developed by Capcom, even though they haven't had a huge presence on the Xbox One lately. But uh, anyways, interested to hear your opinion. Uh, have a great evening, guys. Uh, love the show. All right, Rob, I'll give you first crack. So, uh, you know, in, in the board game world, I, I definitely have my favorite publishers and uh, some of the stuff I just grab, you know, without even like looking at it. I mean, that's how much confidence you have in the publishers in the video game arena. I don't know if I have that as much. I mean, there are some publishers that, uh, Definitely have some solid titles, but I, I don't know if I have like ultimate faith in in one publisher to be consistent. But um, I know from my experience with Bethesda, and I don't know if that's the kind of scope that we're looking at here, because I mean they make a ton of stuff. But when I see a Bethesda game, I will generally be more inclined to think that it's a better game and i mean they make so many games um well like they made the wolfenstein series which i know you're a big fan of mark um <laughs> they made those and um oh, i'm drawing a blank now there was a whole bunch that just came out recently help me here <laughs> What else did Bethesda do lately? Fallout. Fallout, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't follow. I'm not a big fan of Bethesda. Yeah. So. Well, did, didn't they put out? Grumpy, aren't they grumpy Elder Scrolls? Exactly. Didn't they do Elder Scrolls? Isn't that a Bethesda company too, or title? I think so. I got to look it up now. Yeah, uh, for me the like the one I stay away from now 
is um, Bungie, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. I I think Destiny was such a huge disappointment um, on many different fronts. Um, and I still can't get past the whole, we're going to charge you the same price and then not give you the full content of the game two years later that we said that you'd get after a year. Um, I just, I just, just think that's really poor. Um, and if you're going to, I think you should, if you've decided that you're going to take a company's money and give content to their, their community first, I think there's a limit to how long there should be a limit to how long you're allowed to withhold that content from the other community. It's like, I think they're going to, you know, Brun still doesn't have all the stuff that he was supposed to get, and this game's going on, what, two years now? I mean, Destiny 2's going to come out before he's even got all the content he was that he paid for two years ago on the original game. I just think it's garbage. If they just want to be in bed with one company, then just do it. Just, just become a Sony publisher only. Um, I just don't like when companies dump on, you know, they pick sides or they choose... Uh, a company or a group of community to support and you know they can sit and say well no this was a financial thing it doesn't matter you're still dumping on the community that made you who you are these are the guys that brought halo they they are successful because of the xbox community and as soon as they split with them then they basically dump all over the community you can be upset with microsoft but it's the community and the gamers who made you who you are a success that's who you're hurting you're not hurting microsoft you know, um, and ultimately, I know at least for Braun and myself, we will not be buying Destiny 2. I will, and I will not buy anything from Bungie going forward um, because of that. As for who can, who would I pre-order, I don't think there's any company that I really will happily, easily pre-order from. Um, I think the only... Because every, I think every company can have their, their dog. Um, but I will say that I do think, and, and it's unfortunately it's not Xbox, but Naughty Dog is an absolutely wonderful developer. Um, I think uh, Insomniac is really good. But they've made a couple games on Xbox that, you know, I loved. Uh, hopefully this is the right developer. I think it was Insomniac that made um, Sunset Overdrive. You know, but I think they also made that other game that came out, I can't remember what it was, um, but it was a shooter, it was a weird name too, it was just something simple, um, I can't remember what it was, I can see it, and there was like a lot of orange, something orange about the cover, but um, it was kind of very blah, it was still from the same developer, so um, I, I look, I don't go based on who's making the game, whether, because I've, you know, Again, I've had games made by the same developer that were great, and then the next one is like garbage. Um, you know, for example, for me, BioWare is a good one. I love the Mass Effect oh, series, yeah. but you know, and I pre-ordered Mass Effect. Boom! Right out. Well, actually, I think Bron did, but um, I mean, if he didn't, I was getting it no matter what. Now it's like, okay, I'm done with Mass Effect. Period. You know, and yeah, it was a different team, but it doesn't matter. It's still the same company. You know, and that's all we can go based off of. Um, I, you know, so I don't really go, I'm not all in on a developer. I really want to see what the game looks like, get some ideas, 
Um, I really hate that we can't get demos anymore. Um, I love that the 360 required demos of everything because you could try stuff out and see if it was really what you wanted. Um, and I've and I've had too many on the Xbox One. I've had too many things that I thought were going to be promising that I really didn't like. And you know, I think a lot of it could be my tastes are changing, or you know, I'm just as I'm getting older, I'm just maybe I'm just getting tired of gaming. I don't know. Things don't seem to impress me as much anymore. Uh, I guess maybe I'm getting a grumpy old man. But yes. I've been kind of I bought a few games that I absolutely hated, and there's nothing. You know, it's like I can't even gift them to somebody else. Um, because I went digital, um, I wish I could. I wish Microsoft would implement the ability for me just to give a game away, um, not not so much sell it, but to give it. You know, um, I wish we could have that ability because I would give away for free um, Shadows of Mordor. I, I'm just <laughs> I've tried it twice. I can't. <clears throat> it's just I don't I don't like it. It's not for me. I'd happily give it to someone who would enjoy that game. Um, and then there was another one I got recently that I, I can't remember what it was, but I don't think I ever played it either. Um, it's just, you know, so now I'm a lot more picky and I'm, I'm not buying season passes for stuff anymore. Cause it's like, okay, I might pre-order the game, but I want to know what the season passes. Cause I've been done, been burned on season passes too. Um, I can say that there's certain publishers that I like. Um, I, I think. You know, but again, that doesn't answer the question. They don't make the game. But uh, in this case, Ubisoft does develop a lot of games. And, and it's not that I'm going to definitely think everything from Ubisoft is great. But I do think Ubisoft is probably my favorite developer out there at the current. Um, I think they do make some really good games. Uh, yeah, like the Tom Clancy... Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon and uh, The Division, you know, especially the Tom Clancy series. I do like those so far. I'm looking forward to a Splinter Cell. Um, but again, it, just because they put it out there, I'm not going to pre-order it. It's it's right. I've got to see it now. Crackdown Three, as you can see in the background, <laughs> I put that in just because we're in a drought. There's not, you know, I want Crackdown Three. That's getting pre-ordered the moment it's available. You know, I don't even know who's developing it right now. I, I don't even know. I don't care. I'm just buying it. That's based on the game itself. I, I you know, but uh, and it may it may turn out to be a pile of garbage. I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't I don't have a developer. I know I'm rambling on, so let me wrap this up. Just saying, I don't have one that I will pre-order based on the developer, but I do have developers that I will, you know, Bungie's one I will not buy from anymore. I looked up uh, Bethesda. So the other one that I was I was drawing a blank on was Dishonored. Oh yeah, so they made Dishonored. They made Wolfenstein. They actually made Prey uh, as well. That just came out what a week or two ago. Fallout. So a couple good games there. Okay, we done with that. Uh, I think so. Yep. Oh, so I guess it's up back to me. So, okay. Uh, voicemail. You can, okay. So you can follow us on Twitter, which is this Xbox forward slash Twitter. And you can also follow us on our Facebook group, this Xbox forward slash Facebook. Um, it's a closed group. So your boss won't know you're chatting about gaming during the day. 
All right, Rob, what's coming out this week that we can spend our hard-earned money on? Okay, we got a couple two-tree things. Injustice 2 coming out on Tuesday, May 16th. Uh, the Surge also coming out on May 16th. Uh, Black and White Bushido, May 17th. Also on 17th, we have Tango Fiesta. This is kind of a weird-looking game. Uh, Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure on the 17th. A Walk in the Dark on the 19th. This is an Xbox Play Anywhere title. So you can get it on Windows as well. And then uh, Mayan Death Robots Arena on the 19th. Shadow Warrior 2 on the 19th. Skylar and Plucks Adventure on Clover Island. That's a mouthful right there. Also on the 19th. So we've got uh, you know, about... Eight ten games there that are coming out this week. So that's a pretty good list there. And Gunny uh, Chief mentioned the surge that we should check out the uh, video. Yeah, because that's not something I've even heard of. Like so I've been out of it for a couple of weeks, but I'm going to check the video out on that later. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I subscribed to the Xbox uh, YouTube channel, and I saw they had something out there the other day. I, met, I always meant to go check it out, see what it was about, because that was another one. It just came out of nowhere for me. I don't recall hearing about it, but it looked interesting, at least from the picture that they had. Right. So uh, Games with Gold is going to be changing up tomorrow, May 15th, or rather, um, tomorrow's your cutoff. <laughs> so <laughs> Monday, Tuesday is the changeover. For Xbox One, you have one more day to get The Walking Dead Season 2, and this is uh, all five episodes of... Uh, the Walking Dead Season 2 that you get for free. And, hey, this is another uh, studio here, right? Telltale? It used to be that if a new Telltale game came out, we used to grab it. Man, that thing went away. Yeah, no, I don't touch these anymore. I w yeah. I'm not even on. I know Walking Dead, I think, what, the Season 3 is yeah. coming out? or I'm No, it's it's out already. Oh, it, I, I'm it's, just done with it. I'm not yeah. getting involved in these anymore because i did what walking dead one and two wolf yep. among us yep and, and I, um did you do the borderlands i did the borderlands as well you know i've got borderlands and i've got the game of thrones ones and i, I just don't have interest in playing them i, I know it's just you mean watching them <laughs> yeah i think i if, think i i the, think i played through the first episode of of the um the Game of Thrones one. Oh, and I also did, uh, I think, one or two episodes of the Minecraft one with my son. But yeah. still, it just, you know, they just don't have the interest that they did. Do they run any that. better on the Xbox One? Well, uh, that's the thing I was going to say, too. <laughs> they, We had them on, which one was it? It was the second Walking Dead one, right? With Clementine, that yeah. one just ran horrible. It was so stuttery and yeah, the Borderlands one was, I think, the worst for me. I mean, it would yeah. actually like almost lock up for oh, wow. lengths of time. It's just like it was just terrible. So yeah, it was the worst performing one I'd ever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just done with them. So yep, 
maybe Scorpio will be the answer, but I don't care. The games yeah. themselves are boring. Yeah. So. You need a 4K console to, to <laughs> yeah. play. Yeah. There you go. Cartoony graphics. So, anyway, Walking Dead Season 2, uh, you have a couple more hours, I guess, to get that. And then um, you still have Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams through the rest of May. And brand new for the second half of May, coming in on the 16th, we have Lara Croft, The Temple of Osiris. These are pretty good games. What, Guardians of Light or something like that was the other one, Temple of Osiris. Yeah, Pretty good titles. Backwards compatibility titles. Uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 is exiting tomorrow, May 15th. And coming in is Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga on the 16th. And the Lego games are usually pretty good. So uh, that one is definitely worth the price of free. Because there are some games that are actually not worth free. <laughs> but uh, this one is. Then uh, if you're going to be making any purchase on Amazon, please use our affiliate link. That helps us out, uh, helps us uh, pay the bills for the podcast. And also uh, we use it to do giveaways and other fun stuff. Uh, you can find our affiliate link at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the big Amazon logo and uh, do that each and every time you go shopping at Amazon. And uh, does not it does not cost you anything extra uh, to do that. We get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. So make sure to do that each and every time, especially if you're going to be pre-ordering a, a uh, Scorpio. Right, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find our podcast in the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. That would really help us out a lot as well. The more five-star reviews we get, uh, the higher up we get pushed in the rankings so that more and more folks can learn about the show and uh, help grow the community. And so um, I don't have anything else to add for this show. Uh, how about you, Mark? I'm out. I got it. I'm done. All right. So that's a wrap. All right. Thank you guys for watching this week. We'll be back. Hopefully Brian will be able to join us next week after he gets all moved into his new digs. So um, we will catch you on live. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob Olson, Ms. Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody.